Welcome to the New Monks. This podcast is dedicated to those of us on the journey of evolution. Through these episodes, we will dive into the lives of individual people and discover what they have learnt and how they have handled their growth. We believe that we all have wisdom to be shared with each other and can learn from listening to each other's stories. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel and Apple Podcasts, Spotify. If you feel like leaving us a review and sharing the love, that would be greatly appreciated. Hello and welcome back to the New Monks podcast. I am Jane Muller, episode 22. Here with Cassandra, we talk about it's really just the process of how she has been handling, based in Canada at the moment, what has been going on in the world. And so we discuss how she was in an abusive relationship for quite a few years. And then to build up the strength and courage to step away from that. And then just before the lockdown hit. And then being able to see the similarities between what she can see that is unfolding in the government with that, with her abusive relationship and recognising that something just doesn't feel right. And then we just talk about how her process continued to develop further into realising how things are really conditioned in us to be really back to front. And then we discuss the future possibilities and outcomes and uh, how we can continue to find freedom within it all. Enjoy. Okay, so. Hello. We've got Sage it up with her. Nice. <laughs> hello hello all right thank you so much for being here and open and willing to share your story so thank you so much for having me um yeah so how normally how i begin is just if we just take a few deep breaths in and out and then we shall commence And then, yeah, tell us how you're feeling right now. <gasps> um, heavenly. Mm. Nice to connect. Nice to nice to be connecting to someone today. Yeah. yeah. For the for the past two days, I've been pretty just in my phone, looking over this election, and yeah. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, and you're right. I I would like to echo that actually. 
nice to be connecting with yeah definitely I feel like that's so important right now <laughs> in these times you know I feel like that's yeah yeah um yeah earlier I put on a song um as I was getting ready I put on um a Kendrick Lamar song the one from Black Panther yeah not all the stars but the other one the Black Panther song Oh, yeah, anyway, yeah. the lyrics just like so resonated because it's like, well, who's your hero? Look in the mirror. You're your own hero. Mm. And yeah, it was just such a nice letting that energy go because, man, Canada, like here right now, it's so dense. We have, I'm in Ontario, which is like the epicenter of the lockdowns. Like we are the guinea pigs. This is where everything's starting, starting in Canada. So it's like Australia. There's a good parallel between us and Australia. We're very similar. And yeah, it just, it's, it sucks to, to be on social media and seeing all these people say like, oh, well, you don't deserve to be, like, it's not your right to go in and dine somewhere at a mm -hmm. restaurant. Like you don't have that right. Um, and basically calling us dirty or disgusting if we don't jab ourselves. Mm. So or we don't, if, even if you don't disclose, if you decide not to disclose your vaccination status here, um, you're prejudiced. Like, they assume that you're not. Yeah. You get, treated, you get treated a different way. Yeah. So the energy is just, oh, it's heavy. Yeah. It's heavy around here. Yeah, man. It's, that's so crazy. I think in, at the moment in London, it's not so, so it hasn't got there yet anyway. <laughs> So I, I'm only seeing things from like Australia, even in the US, some parts are, and it's, and Canada as well. It, it looks like it's all just getting really tight. <laughs> Can't really imagine, yeah, how that really feels, you know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, the good, the good thing about it is that I've connected with so many people that are on the same journey, on the same trajectory. Um, we feel the same. We see the corruption. We know what's going on. We know the abuse that's happening. Um, so it's it's good to have that little tight knit community. Uh -huh. But the but the sad thing is that we're I'm in these chats and there's all these people. There's men. There's women, and they're crying out for help. They need support. They the mental it's a mental health crisis essentially, and it's just it's mind boggling because it's not normal. It's not normal to hear these conversations um going on like uh like even just having to think oh maybe I should move maybe I should flee the country yeah maybe I in order in order to protect my kids I should leave and it's like that's not normal that's not normal conversation that's, that's a, not a normal thought so in order for somebody to be on that edge yeah. to think that there's got to be there's something wrong so yeah that's, yeah that's like, a lot like I think it's global yeah definitely definitely obviously that it is like different in different places but it's an overall theme for sure but um it's amazing that when you say you found community is it specifically like physically in your location yeah 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 there's lots of that That's lots a, of moms yeah okay that's good yeah so yeah I think this is obviously maybe we can talk about this a bit more um because it's such a big thing that's happening in the world at the moment but I'd also like to hear about you know your journey before this whole pandemic <laughs> hit the world <laughs> if you'd yeah. like to share a bit about that 
Um, where do I begin? I know, I mean, it's always like that. <laughs> <laughs> where do I start? Do I go backtracking or do I go from the back and go forward? Um, I mean, growing up, I think the theme of my life essentially has been abuse and um, whether it was childhood abuse, um, domestic abuse, narcissistic abuse. So I think that's the big belly, the underbelly going on in my life. Um, and what I got to learn in this life. And that's what pushed me into my own spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm. So I was in a relationship for um, in total, like five years, actually like living with this person. And um, it wasn't until about the third year that I finally started to like ask questions. And then I would go to the library without him like he knew, but I would go and I would start like seeking anything. Like I would touch, touch the books. I would go to the library or the chat or chapters, which is our bookstore here. And just, I was just seeking, I was seeking for an answer because I knew what was happening in my relationship was not okay. It wasn't right. I felt crazy. I I was crying. I, I just knew that something wasn't right. So, um, yeah, I started seeking. And then just, just that, just when you start seeking, that's when things start coming to you. So I got into um, mm-hmm. Joseph Campbell. I don't know if you know Joseph Campbell. Yeah, I've heard. Joseph Campbell's work, mythologist. Um, he compares religions and myths. And then I got into Carl Jung. Psychoanalyst. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. And that was the basis. And then, um, um, and then I had a, a breaking point in the relationship where my partner like he threatened to kill me and then um called the police and then um it was right before Christmas so it was it was difficult to I didn't I was that I was shocked I didn't know I didn't really know what to do like I, the thing with domestic abuse is that women we we generally like we love our partners and when we're in the, those relationships, we want things to work, especially when you have a, a child with someone like you, you, at the end of the day, you want, you want things to work, So you'll do anything to try to make it work. Mm. Um, so yeah, the police showed up and, um, had a conversation and sorry, police, like the whole point of calling the police too, is like, can you please like stop fucking abusing me? Can you just stop? Like, this is serious. Like, I'm going to call the police. Can you please stop? So that's, that's essentially the undertone too. It's like, just stop. (laughs) Um, You're hoping that they'll stop. So anyways, police come. And then um, I told them what happened. And then they separated us. It was just one police. And then he asked me my story. And then he asked um, my partner's, his story. He denied everything. Um, and then my partner came inside, the police had left, he gave me a card with, um, um, their victim services phone number, um, to call. And I put that away. I hid it. I didn't even tell my partner that I had it. I hid it for like two years. I didn't, I didn't use it. I didn't phone anyone because I was in such denial. Anyway, so my ex came, my partner came in at the time and he's like, um, he basically told me like, why would you tell the cops the truth? Like, why would you do that? do you want me to lose my job do you want me not to be able to to because he would travel a lot for his for his job he's like do you want me do not want me to be able to put food on the table for our children so all of a sudden it became my problem it became my fault 
And if I was going to call the cop, like that's that's the thing with domestic abuse. It's like, well, nobody's gonna help me. So the, what do I do? Um, and so yeah, that was a that's, that's a form of gaslighting as well. Yes, like, well, that word just came into my mind: gaslighting. Like gaslighting. Oh. Yeah. I remember being so frozen, like, what's going on? What do I do? What do I do? And I remember asking the police officer. I'm like, I'm like. I had my daughter in my arms. She was probably like two or three at the time. And I was like, what, what would, what, pretend I'm your daughter. Like, what would you tell me? Like, what would you want me to do? And I had like tears in my eyes. I'm like, tell me, please. Like, I'm not lying. I'm not lying. This is not a joke. And the thing is like, he's like in the report, they're like, um, well, the only witness is the daughter. And like, she can't speak. She can't speak to what happened. And it's like, well, my, my word means nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he just he just like he just like um you know if you have a friend family that you can go to go and do that. Um, but they never called um family and children services, which I think is their protocol. They're supposed to do that, um, but they had never even called that. So, anyways, fast forward a couple of years of me <laughs> living that way, and um, the narcissistic abuse just like the gaslighting getting worse and worse the point where I didn't really know who I was um but I had a breaking point and um I just thought I, I thought I was going crazy um and so I finally got a therapist and I started going to therapy and even even getting a therapist was like a hard thing because it was always weaponized against me by my partner um kind of like why would you do that yeah like, going to therapy means that something's wrong something's yes. wrong in our relationship yeah. and it's like a psychological mindfuck and then I was like well yeah something is wrong in our relationship but I didn't know who I was I didn't have I wasn't empowered I was uh, like a zombie um and then when you have so much psychological abuse it you deteriorate your brain actually like there's studies like your brain actually changes when you have so much narcissism narcissistic abuse um so much gaslighting and so, yeah, I started going to therapy and it was those first, I'd probably say the first three months that I went, like every two or three weeks, it was just, it was just so much, so much crying, so much releasing, so much, I finally had somebody to talk to that wasn't biased, that was just going to listen. And then that was when I found out that I wasn't crazy that Mm. what was happening in my relationship wasn't my fault Mm. that um I I didn't know what gaslighting was I had no idea what it was until I started therapy yeah um so it was beautiful I spent a I spent a year doing that and then I finally had the balls to to leave I finally we were sitting in a um a couple counseling session (laughs) And then um, I had brought up the whole scenario with with him threatening to kill me because he had never apologized for it and he never acknowledged it. And that's the thing with yeah. people with these type of personalities is that as long as they can deny it, yeah, like they're good, right? They're not they're, they're not gonna they're not gonna apologize for it because they don't think they did anything wrong. Um. So yeah, we were in therapy and I brought it up. And that was probably one of the first times that he actually admitted to it because he there was somebody else there. 
and then that's when I I felt like a big relief like oh my gosh okay somebody heard what had happened like he admitted to it and he justified it to the to the to the therapist um he justified what he did and he, he said something like well if she was so scared of me like she wouldn't have tried to do this and stuff like that and I was just like oh okay so that's when I knew <laughs> that's when I knew I was like okay this is just yeah. nothing's gonna change it had been two years I think since since the incident yeah. so then I was like yeah it's time to go and that was the first time I felt safe and for a woman like she needs to feel safe to be able to leave and then post-separate post-separation abuse though was great it's a fun time what <laughs> what was it that made you feel safe you said pardon what is it that made you feel safe somebody else had heard it uh, okay somebody else had heard him like admitting to what he did yeah 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 and like now I had that person mm, okay wow yeah vouch for it yeah yeah and so yeah like yeah it was it would have been different if I would have just left I think it was just like it was like a sliver of of a safety cushion because if you try to like say for example like try to hurt me or kill me after that there at least be something of weight of evidence yeah there so it's just it was just like a little bit of a safety cushion yeah um but yeah and then after that I spent a year doing recovery work um going to therapy uh doing recovery with I started reading everything I got some I finally called the person on that card wow and then like after all that time I had hidden it in a drawer and then I had finally called them and I started seeking help. And um, yeah, it was, it was a great year. So that was 2019 that I had left like January, 2019. Oh, wow. And then I did my rec- recovery and then March, 2020 was when I was like really like I was in a really good space and like I had taken this meditation teaching course and like I was just ready to like start a business and just be on my own um be empowered and then freaking the pandemic freaking two weeks to flatten the curve and then um everything was shut down here and that's when like I think it was about two weeks that I was like okay like you know maybe let's stay home and let's do this but right away I was like hold on Mm. something is up yeah because this feels exactly like my abusive relationship (laughs) and then like even them all of a sudden like they were saying oh um frontline workers essential workers like it was just like all over the place so fast um the new normal and I was like this is fishy this is so fishy um yeah so I was completely re-triggered completely re-triggered re-traumatized like I had been doing all this trauma work but you know going through that I had my my ex-partner now um telling me like oh you shouldn't be hanging out with other people I was alone like when I'm when I'm alone I'm alone I don't have my kids or anything and he'd be like oh you need to be alone like or you you can't be seeing other people you know that's dangerous because we had that like you Mm -hmm. couldn't you couldn't see anyone here like you weren't allowed to visit anyone um so it was so depressing so depressing 
Um, and I had like, yeah, just more, more breakdowns, lots of breakdowns, lots of um, crying in the corner in my kitchen <laughs> because it was so hard to, yeah, to like be resubjected after so, after so much work, <laughs> after doing so much work, I had to go back into this, like this really restrictive, um, abusive relationship, but now it was wide scale. Now yeah. it was my neighbors and my friends like we're all in this together we're all in this abusive relationship with our government together and oh it was horrible <laughs> those those that first like six months of whatever was horrible wow that's so crazy <laughs> yeah I mean thank you so much for sharing and being open about this uh past relationship it sounds like a yeah crazy experience to go through, and I'm sorry that you had to experience that. Uh, it's, made, yeah. made me who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Thank I mean, you to my abusive ex partner. I would <laughs> not be here without you. <laughs> yeah, I feel that as well. Like, I would have not been able to see through the pandemic without you. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy yeah. how similar the you link it to what's happening now it's like almost you kind of see the patterns that happened in your relationship and then it's like wait a minute it's, it's kind of happening now what, what's going on here and I guess some people yeah. who haven't had that experience they don't necessarily see that you know yeah exactly yeah for sure if you've yeah I feel like there's instances like if you've been um abused given by like a medical system um, in a relationship by your parents like if you have have had any of those types of scenarios in your life I feel like it's much easier for you to see what's going on yeah yeah if you question it yeah, yeah. and if you're empowered if you do trust if you're at a point in your life where you do trust yourself and you've done the inner work yeah um it's so much easier to see yes and I find yeah. as well for me like what happens is I noticed the pattern and if I'm like for me relationships have been a huge teacher you know and then I notice like what's what's happening in my relationship in my life and then I will see this pattern I'm like okay now I know what where that goes you know and then so next time you can see it much quicker it's quite crazy yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah for sure yeah and I feel like you're it's, it's a deconditioning process as well because we are we are subjected to all of this violence through our media through the okay. news through tv through our movies <laughs> through yeah. all of it um and like so you're normal like you're yeah. this is this is a powerful thing like your brain is a powerful thing like your psyche is so powerful it imprints so if you're normalizing all of that violence constantly it's going to be you're going to be desensitized and it's going to be so difficult to, in order for you to see things for what they are you're just gonna be like oh yeah that's normal oh that kid wearing a mask all day nine hours a day that's normal no problem you know so unless yeah that's but that's it's the system it's designed that way mm -hmm. it's so true they've, they've conditioned us this way in order to normalize and to desensitize us to yeah. flip things around completely so the innocence becomes ugly and evil yeah 
So when the whole lockdown happened at the beginning, like, yeah, in 2020, I guess it's just losing track of time these days for this, all this. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Do you think, so with the path, you started seeing things and you were like, hang on, this doesn't feel right. And then... Do you think that was another moment for you to really dig deeper and to see, hang on, like, you know, to see a bit clearer what's happening in the world or was yeah. did you some of that already or, yeah. So, um, well, I don't think I had really gone down any rabbit holes actually prior to, prior to 2020. I'm like a young baby <laughs> in that sense. <laughs> um, but I was one night I was like on TikTok because TikTok was like huge in 2020. And what I loved about TikTok is that, you know, it wasn't really as censored. It wasn't censored back then in 2020. I don't know how it is now because I got rid of it because I spent like all freaking day going like this because it's amazing. But um, yeah, TikTok, I was scrolling through it one day and then I found this girl and her name's Lauren. And um, she was just, I don't know. I don't know if she was dropping truth bombs or whatever, but like she really resonated with me. And I was like, like she just sparked my whole body. My body was like, ooh, okay, who are you? I like you. Um, and then I contact her right away. I'm like, cause I, like, I just knew this is the next step. This is it. This is the next thing. So um, I contact her. I'm like, oh my God, I have to work with you. Like, what are you doing? Um, and then she was, so she's a coach. She's a a manifestation coach um and like I, I'd call her she's like she's a mirror she's really like a consciousness mirror she mirrors everything to you um she lets you see you and then yeah so I contact her, her contacted her and then I signed up for one of her programs and she was just she ignited she basically ignited the whole spiritual awakening I feel like because she made me she posted she posted, do you know that movie? Um, is it called The Wave? Is it called The Wave or something like that? I don't it's think like it's... A... Oh, man, I wish I knew what it was called. But she she posted um, a movie on her Instagram. And then I watched that. And that was like all about the corruption in our world. And wow. yeah, the rest is history. After that, it was just like everything coming in. Wow. everything like through just just through her because she had done so much work she has been through her spiritual awakening she's done it all and now she's out there you know helping other people so everything came in I started listening to Luke's story um that's how I found Jared um who else there's so many there's so many people oh um Tay Taylor from Australia you know her right Taysway no Taysway no. she's like a big activist in Australia she's a mom Okay. And she does like vaccine um, information as well. So, yeah, it was it was like after that, it was amazing. Amazing and depressing and, you know, all that stuff that comes with spiritual awakening. But yeah, yeah right? after that, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Didn't think I was going to get through it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, I always think that like this is this is a freaking crazy time to be seeing what's happening in the world it's just so intense right now you know I mean that's if you're seeing it because if you're not then <laughs> I guess you're not right <laughs> sometimes do you ever okay do you ever just sit there and try to put yourself into a different mindset of like that space where you don't see things do you ever try to I don't know. I, I mean, like, do you ever try to go to ignorance and bliss? Do you ever try? <laughs> yeah, it's hard. I don't. You, it's that whole thing. It's like once you you see things, you can't unsee them. There's no going back. You know. 
yeah yeah for sure yeah I I sometimes I like I try to put myself in there like in somebody else's shoes and like I I get it like I feel like I get it like because that's how I used to be yeah I was just gonna say that I used to be there we've we've been there so we know and um it's always been like I've always been like okay like how do I help people like how do I help them awaken um and it's like Mm. I've learned that you just you just got to do you you just got to trust you and you just got to be you and you just got to do you yes and then that'll just emanate yeah that's so true yeah Yeah, I remember when I first I was like oh my god this is so amazing like oh my god everyone and then it's like people just not interested (laughs) you're crazy like I had family calling me tinfoil hat I'm like thanks what's that tinfoil hat hat is like it's a it's a derogatory term for um somebody that's like awakened like a conspiracy conspiracy theorist yeah 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 Yeah, that's the whole other thing as well I mean because I guess it's like I don't what is what is the whole point of it like it's like so that you're so that people can't hack your brain right so you put the tin foil hat on so nobody can come in and invade it okay okay which I feel like we kind of need them now now that we have like so many EMFs (laughs) (laughs) I love that so maybe it was like mid 2020 then you started cu- coming into all this other information just like whoa deeper deeper yeah yeah and then it was just surrounding myself with all these truthers all these speakers mm. um I, th- I feel like the hardest part though was letting go of control and letting go of people letting go of friends wow yeah I feel yeah. like that because like you want to take them along with you for the ride, mm-hmm. but they're just, they're not ready to get in. So um, it's a tough, a tough situation, but then you gain so many other friends. And I think, yeah. So if anybody's in that middle stance, it's like, Oh, I don't want to let go Yeah. on the other side. Like those people, those are your, those are your soulmates. Those are your soul folk. Those are the people that um, are here to be on the journey with you. Yeah, so so, it's so so beautiful once you get to that. What um, how did you like handle that process of having to let go of people? How did I handle it? I mean, it's a tricky one, you know. I don't. Um, I mean, like spiritually, it was. I don't know. I don't know. I I feel like it's just organic. It just happens organically once you allow it. Once you, because it's just, it's just, it was really just me just trying to force things to happen. But once I like let it go, yeah, it just, it, yeah, it just happens. Yeah, it just flows. Yeah, not holding on so much and just allowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I always find yeah. that like quite a big, yeah, a shift all of a sudden. But you're right then all of a sudden you find yourself with similar minded people and it's like whoa <laughs> how did I get here telegram's been amazing for that because like there's so many channels on there that mm-hmm. are just truth or channels and like oh beautiful um yeah mm-hmm. um I've been lucky that my parents 
have always been pretty, I don't know, they've always questioned everything, especially inoculations. So I'm actually not fully inoculated in some things. And I never knew why. They never really explained to me why. Um, and so even when I had kids, they're like, oh, don't do this one. Just you can do this one, not this one. And I was like, why? But they never educated me. And so that was a big awakening this year is learning about that and the cognitive dissonance when it comes to those things. Because you go into a doctor's office and, you know, you're you're taking your child like I have kids. Do you have kids? No. Do you have kids? No. Okay, so here in Canada, like you take your your kids to their checkups at two months, four months, six months, um, and then they're going to do their inoculations. And then the thing is that they don't, like they tell you what it is for if you ask. You have to ask. It's not not voluntary information. Mm. They don't tell you anything. If you want to know something, you have to go in there and you have to be prepared to ask and you have to have your questions. But otherwise they just they just knock it up in there and that's it mm. and then they leave you I didn't you know what I didn't know that they leave you in the doctor's office for 15 minutes to see if you have an allergic reaction I didn't know that I didn't know that's why they just left us chilling in there after inoculation did you know that no what yeah so after so when you get injected yeah at the doctor's office they like they they leave you alone in the room for 15 minutes to make sure that you don't have a reaction to the inoculation. Yeah. So I didn't know that. And then just reading about all these horror stories, all these mothers um, going through all this, all this, you know, losing babies, losing or having their child be um, injured after vaccination is just so it was sad. It was sad to see because you don't, you never hear about it. It's not yeah. in the mainstream media. Yeah. It's not there. And then I, there was a Google whistleblower on Project Veritas talking about how like they were, they were told to, um, to censor the moms on YouTube back in 2019, prior to this pandemic, to censor the mothers on there from sharing information, sharing their information because they were raising awareness on YouTube. So they were censoring those mothers. Because they didn't want people to be hesitant when it came to, yeah. you know, this is this is the idea when it came to 2020, 2021, yeah, yeah, yeah. when you're doing this mass vaccination program. Yeah. So yeah. So what are the so how come your parents knew about which ones not to get and which ones to get? <laughs> I don't know. Uh. I don't know. I still have I still haven't had this conversation with them. Yeah. It was very like. Uh, yeah I have I still have to have that conversation again like how did you know (laughs) it could have been from their parents too but like um, you and I we've had we had less inoculations than you know the children now children now have yeah and especially in the U.S. I I think in the U.S. they have even more the kids in the U.S. have even more yeah I think um so where how do you ha- handle that? I feel like there's just so much information. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes it's just a bit like, whoa, there's just so much coming. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. <laughs> you think you you think you know something and then you're like, oh shit. Yeah. How do yeah. you like make I, your way through it or you know? <laughs> how do I get through it? Sorry? 
yeah how do you make the question how do you make your way through so much information or or like how do you not do it jokes (laughs) um I think my personality though I love researching okay so I think it comes natural to me where like I will just like if it interests me I will sit there even like when I was reading Harry Potter books yeah I would just like sit there and just read them all because they were so good um so yeah when it comes to truth I'm just yeah I love the truth too Mm. and when you find I love that feeling when you find something that resonates that just sparks right it sparks your DNA just sparks inside something inside you and you just remember you start to remember everything and it's like oh my god and then yeah (laughs) and then yeah but sometimes like all that remembrance though requires your your body to like to rest Mm. like I went through so many periods like 2020 was just like don't like information information like remember remembering rest 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 and then the same thing over and over again until finally I feel like I'm at a space now where I'm not constantly tired all the time (laughs) just yeah deconditioning and redownloading everything is what it feels like yeah Yeah. how about you I think that is a huge part of it I definitely have to rest a lot (laughs) I think yeah the body I don't know I feel like sometimes during sleep I'm getting something's going on as well you know (laughs) but for me it's been a huge part I I need to have a lot of sleep yeah what about food do you like eating food are you like a big foodie yeah definitely but actually you know what since last year I think my body has needed like more a much cleaner diet but like you know just take you know you take an extra step like okay (laughs) and you I find that like substances um like pot or like I never really did pot but when I do like it's just too overly stimulating and then same with drinking overly stimulating and now like coffee has been like overly stimulating Uh, so yeah definitely had to like just, just not do the pot or the drinking and, yeah. and then food food is food is interesting because now I go to the supermarket and I don't want to be there anymore because I feel like none of this food mm. is actually real yeah. like I can feel it yeah no. like why am I why am I buying like why am I here why am I buying this like none of this is going to nourish me at the end of the day that's what it feels like yeah I noticed the other day I was like I don't want to spend for ages here and whenever I go, I'm like in and out, you know. <laughs> but it's different yeah. to go to like this organic grocers that's just fruit and veg. You're like, oh, I can stay. Yeah, you having a good time? <laughs> yeah, it's like a whole different thing, a whole different world. Um, yeah, but we have such we again we have a food system that doesn't want us to be healthy. Yeah, no. or I should say, like a, a governing body that doesn't doesn't mm-hmm. care for us to be healthy. Doesn't like. I just heard today they Justin Trudeau spent I think it was six hundred and thirty million dollars on this snap election. Six hundred and thirty million dollars. Like, could that have not gone to all the other issues you're talking about? Like the hospitals, like the care centers, the nurses, the doctors, the treatments. Mm. What are we doing? And the the sad thing is that Canadians just sit back and they're just like, Yeah, that's normal. That's not normal. Mm-hmm. that's not normal when it comes to issues like the one thing I've really learned in all of my studies and just you know going through this awakening and stuff like that 
is it's like if you want to fix something, you have to get all the way down to the root. That's where the shit is. That is where the poison is. Get to the root, get to the root, and then fix it there. Start mending, mending the seed. Mend the seed, fix the seed, and then it'll flourish. Mm. If you're just sitting there like, oh, look at this branch, it's not working. Let's just fix that. It's, none of that's going to work. Mm. At the end of the day, it's just band-aids. You're just putting band-aids yeah. everywhere on the tree trunk, on the bushes over here, you know, you got, you got leaves over here that are dead because of all these EMFs and like, what? Like, we're spending, like, um, if you read, what's his name? Uh, David Hawkins, mm-hmm. David or Hawkins. Yeah, if you read his books, like he talks about it too. It's like, you know, let's, uh, I don't know what he says, but he's like, we're, we're spending so much money. You don't have to, you don't have to spend all this money. If you just give power, you empower people, mm. you empower yourself, um, you fix the seeds, mm. like you'll spend so, like, you wouldn't have to, but this is the way, you know this, this is the way things are designed. Yeah, there, just going to say, there, this the is big the chaos. <laughs> yeah. The, the po- this is the point. Yeah. And I think that is one of the biggest pills to swallow, is to realize that everything was designed this way. Do you know? It's like, designed this way. <laughs> even i've been now the past year i've been in the court system i got to experience the court system same shit designed yeah. to fail design yeah. is just a bank really it's just a bank and yeah. then if you get into your birth certificate and that whole schmangle yeah i've just come into it if you get into that that's the root of the corruption yeah, <laughs> you get into that and you reawaken from that yeah that's it's just mind-blowing you're claiming your oath and all it is but um yeah it's it's crazy so at the end of the day like i think the spiritual awakening is the empowerment that's that's really it because you decondition yourself completely um and you're able to get back to who you are and you're at home within yourself and then you you realize like if everyone if everyone chose to do what they knew they were here for life would be so different oh right that's where the juice is (laughs) oh i love that i love that so yeah like joseph campbell said is like people are living lives that are not that do not belong to them Mm -hmm. we're all living lives well not all of us but like a lot of us are living lives that do not belong to us that's why we're so unhappy yeah and I I find as well like now that a lot of people are afraid to speak out you know afraid to kind of like choose a side afraid to be seen as like being associated with you know what I mean yeah can't can't be afraid (laughs) not not in this not not in this day and age yeah I mean yeah I remember like 2020 summer 2020 I was still like I was still seeking permission from other people, like even from my coach. It was like, you know, I kind of want to do this. Like, is it okay if I speak up a little bit? You know, you're speaking up a lot now. Pardon? You're speaking up a lot now. Yeah, Yeah. like now I am. But even back, like summer 2020, my throat chakra was like inflamed. It really wanted, it needed some honey. Um, Sorry, the lighting is so bad. 
<laughs> oh there oh there she yeah, is. I'll just go like this wow <laughs> um there no where are you coming from where's the yellow coming from that's horrible okay uh, so anyways yeah uh, I'm still looking for permission as long as you look for permission from outside to speak up you're gonna have issues you're not gonna be able to speak up you're you're gonna have a frog in your throat because it's not it's not coming genuinely from you from your power from your inner mm-hmm. your, from your inner truth from your from your authority you know that was the one issue I had like a year ago like when I first started writing I feel like is it's like how are people like just giving up everything yeah. everything yeah as like I went to a movie theater it was like um they had a, a sign posted on it and it was like um sorry we're closed right now um you know we're gonna do everything we can to be healthy and safe and um you know we're gonna look up to the health authorities for the next moves something like that and it's like mm-hmm. since when do we just give everything up to a top few that we like here in Canada, we don't even know. We don't even know who's supplying all this science to make all these restrictions. Like we don't, they won't tell us who's doing it. So we, we don't even know. So, um, so yeah, it's just insane. It's insane. I think part of the journey is really stepping into your power and reclaiming everything that was lost. So yeah, that's part of the process and it can be a bit scary. How did you work on opening your throat? <laughs> Just do it. I know it's so cliche and it's so ridiculous, but you just do it. You just do it again and again and again and again. Yeah. And expect to be hated or expect to have um, people not agree with what you're saying. Mm. And that's, that's okay. And be okay with it. You mm. have to be okay with it. Yeah. Otherwise, if you're going to try to please everyone, you're, you're not going to do anything. Yeah. It sounds like you had a lot of rapid uh, growth spurts, you know? Yeah, yeah. I would say, yeah, I feel like that's, that's accurate. Um, yeah, because sometimes these things they can take a while, you know, to actually really ground and embody, you know, like, okay. You know, everything you're saying, it, it can take ages to get to the point where I was like, okay, now I'm comfortable to be myself. Do you know what I mean? I mean, it did take me a while. Yeah. yeah. My 20s were like, I gave all my power away to my relationships. Mm. I gave them everything. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, so, but yeah. Yeah. The past, when, you, when you're putting it up in the, like, a hot pot thingy though, and like, yeah. you know, you have the government in your, up your butt, you know, <laughs> doing all this stuff. Yeah, it, it accelerates. Like, I'm sure there's so many people that have accelerated their growth yes. since 2020. I think right. that's a good word. Accelerate. Yeah, definitely. Accelerated growth. <laughs> um, the other thing I've noticed, though, is that I feel like I repel people. Not repel, but like I, people just don't bother me. They don't care to bother me. They don't care to question me. They don't come on my Instagram and start asking me. Like, they really don't. Like, I repel them. <laughs> I love that. That's it. That's what happens when a woman is in her power. <laughs> just like trying to find an angle to attack but they can't find it yeah I got shields shields everywhere guys (laughs) yeah and also I think that it's just when you are like dedicated to the truth there is no hold there are no holds here you know 
because at the end of the day like I always think I'm gonna I'm not gonna try and disagree with something just for the sake of it like if it, if I'm wrong then it's like okay you know there's there's no like bait here where you can just be like oh yeah because I'm seeking truth you know <laughs> so I like what you said though there's like they're not coming at you <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know what it was <laughs> and I read this other thing the other day it was something like you know people know where that where like that your heart is in the right place you know yeah even if they may might not agree you know yeah I'm just saying <laughs> throughout all of this these realizations and all of the craziness that you we start to see is happening in the world has that given you a more of a place like where do you find yourself within it and for um moving forwards into the future as well like where where do you think is your energy is most of use you know I feel like that's quite a big question you know like now I know all of this what do I do with it <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah. I mean yeah like I love writing and the thing with writing though on Instagram with what I'm writing is that it's censored so it's kind of a dead end in that sense yeah I know exactly how you feel <laughs> It's a dead end. My my views went from hundreds to twenty the other day. So uh, that's just that's just how it is. So I think I think I've always felt a pull recently just to get back into in person, get back into real life, and be surround like create community in my community, like real community. No more like stay like this virtual reality. Like cool keep that but get back out there and connect mm, with I love person, heart to heart and do the thing mm. and I feel like that's where yeah. my energy wants to go mm, I love that I think I've that I've heard that a lot I think a lot of people are feeling that right now I think especially because of the lockdown and everything is probably more even more of a want for that and yeah. with what's happening but I also love how you said, you know, the virtual keep it, because I think a lot of time people are always like it's one or the other, but actually it doesn't really need to be, you know? Yes, yes, for sure. I agree with that. Like it can be both. Yeah. Can both. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think I think that's probably like one of the opportunities and maybe challenges as well is, is finding that community physically in, re- in the real world, you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think if you put out the offer, if you go out there, they will come. Yeah. The people will come. The right people will always come, I feel like. But I will report back and let you know how it goes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but I think I think right now, like, um, we're, we're going to see, like, parallel communities, probably, yeah. like, yeah. right? We're going to have the mainstream doing whatever they're doing over here right now. Not, not letting me go and eat their hamburgers <laughs> because yeah. I'm dirty <laughs> um and then we're gonna have like the parallel where like we have like we already have in Ontario we have um a group of people creating a directory with thousands and tens of thousands of businesses that are not going to discriminate they're not going to segregate like we had that here in Ontario like it's it's always possible there's always going yeah. to be a way yeah we're creating like yeah. parallel universes right now and in this one this is where I want to be 
where yeah. like we are creating our own community. We're creating our own um, sports leagues, um, babysitter clubs, like daycares, schools, private, like unschooling, homeschooling, like all that's happening. Um, restaurants, all of that. Yeah, I think I really like that what you said there. There's always going to be, there is, and there's always going to be businesses that, you know, are supporting the same yeah. beliefs, you know. And then also, I feel like at the same time, it's like, you know, we have to create it as well, <laughs> you know? Yeah, the creators will create. Yeah. 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 Be beautiful. Do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's really, really nice. I love that. Um, so how do you feel like where you are now with the, your healing? And I'm guessing as well, this relationship that you described earlier, you know, it maybe it didn't really start there. It was also from previous patterns and, you know. Oh, yeah. 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 Trauma, trauma from my childhood. That's, yeah. where it, that's where it begins. If you have trauma in your childhood, you're going to repeat those patterns. You're going to repeat the trauma until you've healed it. That's just the way it goes. At least that's been my experience. Um, sorry, so what's your question? Oh, that's so true. That is uh, completely, yeah. It's like completely just recurring, recurring until you can. And it's also like until you are open and ready enough to confront it, you know? Because sometimes you're not quite there yet. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it takes that rock bottom. Yes. Um, that kick in the gut. Yeah. Yeah, to you visit there. Feel. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so sorry. No, no, it's fine. Do you want to say something? Um, no, no, it's okay. Go. <laughs> um, yeah, just where do you feel you are now in that process of like healing from that and that childhood trauma, I guess, and relationship and yeah. I think there's always going to be work to do. Um, I think we'll always have something that could be um exposed and nourished and integrated mm -hmm. back into our psyche, back into our bodies. Um, but I feel like for the past while, I've been still holding on to fear mm. and allowing fear to guide me um, and really in a very protective kind of um, embodiment. And what I've been reflecting is that the thing that I haven't really completely surrender to is surrender itself first of all and just allowing allowing things to unfold mm -hmm. and like it's so easy to say that you do that that you're in the flow you're in sacred flow but mm -hmm. sometimes like, there's that fear that you're holding on to so yeah I think I'm going to try that that is my next mm -hmm. experiment and mm -hmm. I'm a person that you know um in human design, I'm a three five. I don't know if you follow human design. Not you follow so. human design? No. Okay. Well, in human design, you have these profiles, and mine is a three five, um, and it's the experimenter, I guess. And so, which resonates, like it resonates with my life, where I a lot of trial and error, and then reporting back to humanity and say like, oh, this works and this doesn't work. Um, so I think <laughs> I'm in this, this other chapter now where I'm going to try something new yeah uh, and see how it goes um completely surrendering and just allowing things to unfold mm -hmm. I feel like as well as 
sometimes that process is like a, I don't know, you can keep going. You can, and even it's not necessarily like an on off switch, you know, you, you flow, you surrender, and then there's always more that you can surrender. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you just keep going and do it. Yeah. I think one of the big lessons this year of it too is just the whole spiritual bypassing though is like it's a real thing I find that um a lot of people are very judgmental and they say well you can't you know you can't talk to people that way you know you can't just like expose stuff you can't like there's 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 a right way to do this and it's like well this is my right way to do this this is where I feel centered this is where the juice is coming out of my gut like this is how I'm supposed to show up yes. and each and every one of us yeah. has our unique way of showing up in divinity and just expressing that divinity and that sacredness. Um, so yeah, the spiritual bypassing though, it's just, it has no place, <laughs> it has no place over here. You can't just say, Oh, well, that's like, you know, you shouldn't talk about that because it's not light and airy and rainbows and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is a huge thing. Like, it's quite crazy. But, and also, I feel like it's tied in with, you know, everyone is at a different stage of their own journey. So, like, do you know what I mean? It's like, how do we come together when everyone is in these different stops and places? And, you know, but ultimately, I always feel like it comes down to what you're saying. It's like, just allow people to be themselves, you know? Yeah. 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 I think like I personally have struggled with that is allowing people to like letting go of control and like allowing people to be. And I think, I think that could be why I attracted people to that, you know, really wanted to restrict me and control me. And it's like a mirror of, you know, maybe that's, Mm. you know, I was, I was projecting as well. Um, So yeah, I've now, I've now come to a place where it's like, you do you you do you I'm going to support you if this is what feels right for you I'm here for you you let me know what you need from me like I'm I'm there yeah and that that feels so powerful for me to do yeah and that's how I know that that's that's true that's a true thing to do and that's a true way to be like I will empower you Mm, I like that I will support you yeah yeah. I like the word how you use the word true because it's like how do you keep following that what feels true you know yeah what feels true to you and that's it's just oh language can be it can be so restrictive and controlling and down and negative or it can be so damn powerful yeah. and so yeah we get to choose our language and like I know sometimes I can be very abrupt and I can be very straightforward and I can it, sometimes I feel I, I don't know sometimes my posts may feel like down I don't know I don't really know <laughs> but there's a balance I guess there's just a, there's a balance mm. there's a balance of everything and I but I think I can always work on bringing that power no matter what no matter what always empower people yeah definitely I think that is definitely comes across in your posts <laughs> yeah yeah it's, a, it's this is a really funny um conversation because it's like yeah it's like other people feel like they want to control you a bit but it's actually just like no, no no I'm good like let me you know <laughs> in a way 
but it ha- it's yeah. so awesome. you see see it in the comment section on Instagram and you know what I mean and it's just like I just find like sometimes there's this little game that's going around like this <laughs> it's so funny sometimes I get sucked into the Instagram comment section more yes do you know <laughs> bad yeah exactly yeah get in there yeah I mean it's it's um enlightening I guess like it's you know you get to see where people are coming from mm. yeah. yeah that's so true but at the same time I try to stay away from that this is a waste of time <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah exactly but it, the, yeah. like you said you know I think in the end of it when you're in your own empowerment then you can it's like you can navigate the field do you know what I mean like you yeah. don't necessarily need to respond in a way that's gonna be you know tip for tat or whatever the energy is you know then you can just be like yeah okay this is where I am <laughs> you know and just continue I had um a childhood friend actually like recently asked me she's like because we were in a comment section somewhere and she was um you know asking questions and she was just like how can you have such strong convictions and I'm like that is a fantastic question And I like, you know, I'm in a place now where like, I am so, you know, empowered and, you know, in my truth and just, you know, I trust myself to, you know, just, to just be, I trust myself to be. And it's like, yeah, I'm like, but that's a good, that's a good question. It's such a good question. Like how, how are you like how but they like obviously they were angry how are you so like how do you how can you say this and be so confident with what you're saying right and it's like that's a good question yeah I think what what can I teach you you know what can this teach you yeah what can I like me being here what can that teach you it's it's true though as well because I think sometimes when you've seen the things that you, you know you've dived into the rabbit hole and you've seen then you then there is definitely this feeling of just like oh my god like you know there's there's a knowledge that maybe not necessarily other people have seen so you also do really want to you know what I mean like powerfully just say this is it (laughs) you know but obviously for some people they haven't really gone down to the rabbit hole yeah yeah it's sometimes it can be so it can be it can suck it can be so sad yes. to be to be awake even that to be like in a different you know in a different zone or in a different consciousness uh-huh. zone. It, it can be alone lonely it can suck depending on where you are living in the world like I can't imagine me yeah. being me living in like a communist country yeah. or you know a place where women have like no rights like I can't imagine how like that would be that would be like me being me now yes yes, 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 yes. right (laughs) being transplanted over there yeah like that my head would be on a stake that's so true our our heads would be on a stake we just you know it's crazy as well I think what what's happening right now is that it's becoming really more and more obvious you know and I, I know for me I felt like more like okay you can talk now like you have permission to speak you know so, and I think now that, now that more people are speaking, you feel yeah. Not just because of what's happening in the world, just like oh. you, know, you need to speak, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, obviously, 
yeah people like I just think you know this whole thing about you know there's like a division I think a lot of people say you know there's the division don't fall into the division tactics but at the same time there's an actual real life split that's happening you know mm-hmm. yeah and it's yeah it's very interesting <laughs> yeah the division is unreal and it's really fueled by you know just just look how how easy it is to divide people through the media it's so easy mm, yeah it's just so silly how easy it is Mm. how do you power imagine that imagine having that power to unite people yeah man well using that media to unite oh i like that let's think about how we can unite people (laughs) um yeah how do you what how do you find about this what's happening now because i just think that just you know just getting the injection and not getting like that's a huge one right there you know and i feel like it's not it's not just that it comes from years of beliefs at the end of the day. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like a whole system of being, you know, it's not just like, oh yeah, I'm going to get it or I'm not. <laughs> and I just, uh, yeah, yeah. How, how are you finding this whole kind of like two-way conversation that happens and how do you navigate your way through that? Um, I'm very lucky that like my family's, yeah you know um so I haven't really had to have those really tough questions in person nice so I don't really have experience in that what I have had is like men um regarding their decision and reaching out and seeing my friends um you know significant others you know they they're not going to get it but their significant other feels so pressured to get it and like i can't imagine being in that situation especially if you know what you do know about what's going on that would be i like i i don't know what i would do yeah that's so that's so splitting that's so hard um do you hold the space for that person and you know you just work through that you go your separate ways if that's something that you truly believe in yeah like people like the division is so real that you know that's divorce yeah. is like right it's so high that's what I mean it's like it's here now it's like here <laughs> yeah. and I guess would you say that this is just part of the process that people have to be split up in order to find themselves and then maybe come back in union or I don't know exactly it's so interesting that's the because then it's like yeah what is the union like how and how do we find that through it all you know yeah I think it's I think it's I think it's heartbreaking but once you get to that position of being heartbroken that's when everything starts to met that's when everything starts to make sense and that's when you realize that. that we are all one so it, it takes it takes getting to that space though of just like pure heartbreak. Mm. Mm, I love and I that. Like, and I feel like, oh, I'm feeling emotional right now already, but I'm feeling like that we might I think it's there's potential that we get to a space where where we do things that we're not gonna be proud of 
in two or three years. I think that 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 possibility is still there. That people, you know, do hurt each other to a very poor extent. They're very bad, bad, like just just dirty, just just not dirty, but like just like a terrible space. And I really hope we don't get there. Yeah. I hope we we um we smarten up before that. Yeah. Yeah. But what do you think? What do you feel? How are you feeling? Directory <laughs> is going to go. It's so interesting. I'm just I feel like what we're talking about now, like I think it's really not about like, you know, being from a place of higher authority or anything, or you know, it's it's more just like we said, it's like being a seeker. That's what I think is happening. It's like being open to knowledge and to truth and going down the rabbit hole. And then I feel like there's there is such a big difference. Now I think it's just become so loud in the collective, the people who are going there and then the people who kind of aren't. And there's there isn't really like oh, it's good or bad or anything. It's just the way that it is, you know. This is yeah. just the kind of like natural split that's kind of happening. And then for me, one thing that I feel very strongly now is like I don't really want to try and like convince people and like bring them on. You know, there's something that's just like no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, that's not the point. So now I think it's more like no, just find the tribe, the people that are resonating, and then go and create. You know, it's more just like finding the people that are resonating on the same vibe, and then just coming together. You know, rather than trying to like communicate with everyone. <laughs> but I don't know. I feel like I don't know what the split is going to look like because I feel like it's definitely happening, you know, but it's hard to kind of like envision it. But I, also what you said earlier about like parallel um, timelines and communities being created. I think that's definitely going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think maybe the push just isn't there yet. Yeah. Like people are still holding. I think we're holding out to hope for the best. I think that's what we're holding on to. We're holding on to hope. We have so much hope that things are not going to go to the shits, yeah. to like to the worst, worst to like be the part where like people are shipped off on cars to camps and stuff like that. That's what we're hoping not is not going to happen. Mm. Right. I feel like we're, we're, we're holding on to that hope. Yeah, it's interesting because it's it is kind of like how far until you get to the point where you're like, no, this is enough, <laughs> you know. And I like, mean, yeah. What what's your instinct like? My instinct sometimes is like, okay, it's time to go. Like let's okay. just dip for a bit, and you guys can do your thing, and then I'll come back when you guys yeah. have figured what you're doing. Yeah, I, this is the thing. I think for me, I know that if that comes, I'll do it, and I. You know what I mean? But I, I don't think it's come yet, you know? It's not like, okay. But uh, who knows, man? Sometimes I also think, but wherever you are, wherever you are, it's just, it's just craziness happening everywhere right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I, I love when people say, like, in order for us to create new, though, like, something has to be destroyed. Like, yeah. the system has yeah. to come to a certain point in yeah. order for us to breathe there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a crazy time, I think, right now. This is just a really crazy time. <laughs> um, yeah. I hope all the shit hits the fan. And we get to see everything for what it is. I hope everything gets exposed. All of it. 
Yeah. So many people that are like not speaking up because they're afraid because they're gag ordered because it's their livelihoods. Mm-hmm. But you know, eventually, I hope that they got the they get the call and they accept the call and they speak out because that'll be just so powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like people in hospitals, you know, doctors, nurses, they come out and they tell us the truth. Yeah. Truth. yeah yeah i think people already are but yeah there's there must be loads of people who aren't and also yeah. i feel like i hope that i like that i hope that that happens and and you know people always say the truth eventually comes out you know well like i hope so, i hope it does <laughs> yeah yeah it'll yeah uh hopeful i guess hope hope is what we're holding on to yeah nice yeah. So I want just yeah, just want to ask a few questions to wrap it up. Um, okay. Less. Uh, yeah. So, what advice can you give to anyone who might be going through a similar experience with the abusive relationships? With abusive relationships, um, if you're in one, in one, are you out? I guess there's just two different mentalities. But if you're inside of one, um find somebody you can talk to that's unbiased or even if you can see a therapist, um, do that. Um, Lundy Bancroft is an expert in domestic abuse. He worked with thousands of um, abusive men. So he knows exactly how they're thinking. Um, So his books are phenomenal. There's one called uh, Why Does He Do That? And then there's another one called Wisdom for Why Does He Do That? And that one's like, it's like, um, I forget what they're called, but every day there's like a, there's a focus and it's just phenomenal. Just so good. So good. Yeah. Those two. And if you're in an abusive relationship, hide your books. I know it sucks, but hide them. <laughs> um, reach out to any women's support group that you have. That is monumental. If you have one in your city, reach out to them for sure. I wish that would, that was, um, an accelerator for me. I wish I would have just called because that would have saved me a lot of time. But you know, things happen the way that they're supposed mm-hmm. to. Yeah. If I, I, I'm glad I left when I did leave, which was 2019, because if I would have waited and left like 2020 when this was all happening, it would have been worse yeah. <laughs> for yeah. me. Yeah, 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 my situation. And then if you're outside, if you're out of it already, like you've already left, um and you're doing recovery definitely look up um like you I have a channel too called her sage advice on instagram and I I post a lot of uh domestic abuse stuff so you can look at that and then uh melanie tanya evans I think that's her name melanie tanya evans she has a specific narcissistic abuse recovery course and a book she has a book um you can thrive after narcissistic abuse and that one's amazing so yeah oh and then my favorite is uh clarissa pincola estes she's a mexican psycho analyst women who run with the wolves Mm -hmm. that one's the best that will just Mm -hmm. ignite everything in your psyche yeah yeah nice that sounds like really useful thank you i mean there's (laughs) tons of stuff you can always contact me too yeah contact me and uh, i'll help and yeah as much as i can because there's there's a lot that goes behind the recovery after that. Mm, yeah, yeah. And then I'm gonna just say the same question for like 
anyone waking up to the uh, corruption and cra craziness and manipulation that's happening right now as well. Do you have any anything to say to offer about that? Someone who's just coming into all of this. Um, it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Um, it can be a lot at times. So take breaks, um, rest, and just let things ferment. Let yeah. things settle. Yeah. Don't react. Respond. Um, and surround yourself with really good people. And like you'll find if you don't have any other, you know, guys around you, girls around you that are into this, just, you know, you'll find them. Keep surrounding yourself. Mm. Mm, love that. Yeah. Um, cool. And then just, yeah, final one is what does freedom mean to you? Oh, God. <laughs> Whoa. Um, yeah, big question. Like that is a big question. Um, freedom. First of all, freedom is like my number one priority. I feel like that's my, that's my holy grail. Yeah, um, feel that. I, yeah, freedom, freedom is everything. Freedom is, to me, is the ability to just be. I think simply, it's just being you. That's freedom. The ability to allow whatever like whatever source wants to come like whatever source wants to bring through to you you know that's freedom that's freedom when you get to dance with the wind you get to dance with life you get to dance with spirit that's freedom that's freedom to me and if you don't have freedom things are not harmonious because freedom mm -hmm. is harmony freedom is love freedom is joy freedom is like just this, just mm. I don't like if you could like encapsulate it, like mm. <laughs> it's just yeah, it's everything. Oh, that's great. <laughs> it's like, um. I love that one. It's my peanut butter jelly sandwich. <laughs> What's freedom? I want to know that this is such a good question. What's freedom mean to you? I yeah, it is. Um, I'm the same. Freedom is like my number one. It's so important. And obviously there's like, there's a way where, you know, the, there are always going to be some limitations, but yeah, I guess for me as it's, it's, well, it's just, yeah, the ability to just be yourself completely, truly, fully, you know, and because, and I also, I agree. I think it's like a natural state, but we have to get through so much of all this conditioning that has taught us specific things and like oh we're not allowed to do that you're not allowed to do oh you're not allowed to do <laughs> and then to get right back to this kind of like source of just like oh yeah actually I am and I can and I will <laughs> yes yeah just like it's breaking free it's like yeah. that's not my queen I want to break free it's like literally just breaking free from all the chains yeah that, um yeah and sometimes we don't see them that have whipped that have whipped you that have put you inside of a cage since you were a baby yes growing up right yeah yeah, yeah. letting go of all those things yeah yeah, yeah. And now, you can do it <laughs> yeah and it's an interesting question now as well for what's happening in the world because it's like 
all these mandates and all these things coming in it's like hang on a minute what happened to my freedom yeah exactly and that's the thing if you don't have freedom you don't have entrepreneurs mm. like entrepreneurs like you don't have all these businesses you don't have these small businesses you don't like imagine imagine um everything being so stifled like this is what i was thinking like what would why would you need a branding agency why would you need to hire a branding agency if you don't have the freedom to create what you are divinely here to create mm-hmm. so what's the point so you kill all of these businesses mm-hmm. you kill that spirit that business spirit mm-hmm. yeah but yeah yeah you need freedom like you just you can't you can't live without it come on <laughs> don't toss it away come you on. need it you don't understand it <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so important, so crucial. Mm. For your well being. Yeah, yeah. Because it's also like what you're saying is tied into creativity there. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Freedom of expression, right? Freedom of expression. Yeah. Yeah. Dancers, movers. Yeah. Creating whatever, whatever you're here to create. Yeah. I feel like even though everything is happening right now, something. I just feel like I'm just going to keep following my freedom and that's it. I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> keep following your freedom, your truth. Yeah. 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 We're going to be all right. We're going to be all right, you know? Yeah, we'll be fine. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so nice talking to you. Thank you. Thanks for sharing fun. the story as well. This was okay. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah excited to share this one and yeah all i'll put some episode notes in there and your instagram link as well and yeah keep on spitting the truth (laughs) just keep doing what you gotta do (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) thank you so much jess this was awesome thank you i appreciate you (laughs) thank you so much